everybody, and welcome to a brand new, slightly familiar Power Half Hour. My name is Greg Mahachko, and my co-host on the West Coast is Mr. Chad Smart. Chad, the first time we've ever done anything like this in uh, in the history of Greg and Chad's Power Half Hour, we are revisiting a topic. I never thought I'd see the day. Yeah, it only took, what, five months for us to run out of ideas and <laughs> go back to the well one time too often? Something like that. Uh, we're talking about video games again this week because after we stopped recording last week and after you know I had a day to clear my mind and let, let uh, the episode kind of percolate, I thought, you know, we, I feel like we left a lot of meat on the bone. I feel like there are a lot of anecdotes and stories and things like that that I can share. Um, and and hopefully you as well, because nobody wants to hear me talk for a half hour straight. Uh, trust me, <clears throat> I used to do this. I used to work in radio. Um, but in talking about video games, and we, we mentioned it briefly uh, before we started rolling sound, we didn't ever even talk about arcades. That is true. And we did not. And I know I had some arcade experience and I, I love, you know, the arcade atmosphere. Um, and I hate that places like Dave and Buster try to, you know, take something for kids and make it for adults, you know, things like that. But at the same time, I like arcades. So who am I to argue if I can have a beer and uh, play deal or no deal, which yes, I'm very good at that game. Um, mm. But I know with the age difference that arcades really would have been your bread and butter. Did you have a lot of arcade experience? Uh, I, I would not say a lot, but yes, there were two, um, I think notable arcades from my youth. Um, other than like our local convenience store would have like one or two arcade games in the back room and they would switch them out like every couple months, but the back room. Yeah, well, it's like the side room, I guess. Sure, yeah. yeah. Now um, it's video gaming of a different style. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, now it's been all replaced with video slot machines. But uh, the mall had a place called Aladdin's Castle, and that was the main arcade that I would visit. And, uh, yeah, I remember because that was one where uh, my cousin that I talked about in the last episode, after he got his NES system and got really good at Super Mario Brothers. We're in the arcade, and he's like, oh, you know, I'm going to be the master at Super Mario Brothers Arcade. And so he starts playing, and I don't know if you know this, but in the World 1 level where you can jump and skip to, like, Worlds 2, 3, and 4, yep. on the arcade, there's a hole you have to jump over. And he did not was not aware of this, so he fell down. And, had to, <laughs> uh, and the other one was a place in Springfield called Showbiz Pizza Place. And I believe they have since merged with the Charles E queso foundation the Chuck E. cheese to to be just the Chuck E. cheese conglomerate and they had the rocket fire experience band you know you could listen to while you ate your pizza but they had arcade games as well and real quick just to go back to dick and busters i i uh thing i don't like about today's arcades is everything is like ticket-based games mm-hmm. where you get tickets to buy you know to get prizes and there's no real arcade games in the arcades anymore no i i agree completely and and you're right about the the ticket thing and i can't remember what movie or tv show that it was that made the 
made the observation that, you know, you spend all this money to play the games to get the tickets to, uh, you know, be rewarded with crap that's not worth half the money that you spent on all the tokens you know, right. for all the video games. So. Yeah, no, we we actually have one back um, in the area where my family lives, and my nephew loves it. So I we went with him, um, I think it was last year when I was home, we took him, and, and we were playing, and my nephew is now 13, so we've been 12 at the time, really into Fortnite at the time. And one of the arcade games that they had was a giant space invader video oh, game, okay. like where you sit down and you actually have a like a gun cannon sure, to shoot sure. the aliens. And uh, after we got done playing, we were doing some other stuff. I, you know, I told him, like, you know, Lando, I, uh, I am old. I don't understand Fortnite. And he's like, you know, I'm young. I don't understand Space Invaders. So, you know, it's, I guess, different generations. Sure. And and like like you probably, um, I miss, you know, the just the arcade game. And I feel like the old arcade games don't work anymore because we have as a society been conditioned to play something, receive something, you know, it, it's, it's that, I don't know, re- rewards based mentality that we have. It's a good point. I never thought of it that way, but I, I, I'm not gonna lie. We got a couple of Dave and Buster shot glasses here in the house that a, we don't use cause we don't drink. And two, it's like, can't believe how much money we wasted to be able to earn the tickets to play that or to, to, you know, you know, quote unquote purchase that. Um, So you mentioned showbiz pizza and we had a showbiz pizza down by where I live. I've never been to a showbiz pizza. And I think, correct me if I'm wrong, because you said they merged with uh, Carlos E. Queso. Queso. Uh, But uh, I wasn't Chuck E. Cheese one of the band members, like the you know the fictional band members in the in that you know in the uh, Rocket Fire explosion? Yes. Yeah. So I mean, it, it wasn't as much of a merge as it was. I I always thought that it was more of a you know just like when you think of Disney, you think of Mickey Mouse. When you think of mm-hmm. Looney, you know Warner Brothers, Looney Tunes, you think of Bugs Bunny. It was getting that character out there, you know, front and center. Mm-hmm. And it could be, yeah. I you know I was. You know, ten years old. Going, I wasn't looking up their business model plans and everything to see what they were doing. I just knew that we had Showbiz and other places had Chuck E. Cheese, but they had the same things basically. So you, I don't know why that you weren't going to the corporate website. No, not at that time. <laughs> yeah, and I will say, if for anyone who remembers the Rocket Fire explosion, there is a documentary. I believe it's on YouTube. It is fascinating. It's about the guy who created the band and. Um. Yeah, it's just, uh, I can't even express in words how great the documentary is. So my early arcade action was as ridiculous. I remember specifically playing Double Dragon at Pizza Hut. You know, Pizza Mm -hmm. Hut would have a a game or two. And I think some Pizza Huts that still offer, you know, uh, dining have something that that you Mm -hmm. can sit and play, you know, occupy the kids. But it was always a big deal for me to you know, convince my mom and dad to give me a quarter or two to go and, and play Double Dragon while, you know, we waited for the pizza to mm-hmm. cook. So, Yeah, I, I remember pizza would always have the tabletop Pac-Man slash Galaga games. 
That's my right. generation. Yeah. I remember those. And, uh, you know, Pac-Man's what, 40 years old now? No. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so shout out to the longevity of the brand. It's talking about brands because, uh, my buddy, uh, has a, uh, Mrs. Pac-Man arcade game in his home. Mm. So he was able to find, um, and that's kind of what I wanted to spend this episode more talking about, you know, sharing anecdotes, uh, about playing video. Like I was the kid, even on a, and maybe I mentioned this last week, I got a bad memory, even on a nice summer day when all my friends wanted to go outside, I was like, no, let's, let's play a little bit more Super Nintendo. You know, let's, let's fire up the, you know, the Mario Kart or something like that. Oftentimes I was overruled, but one of the things I don't understand about, I say kids, I'm, you know, it's all, I guess not all ages, but a lot of ages is like the Twitch mentality of watching somebody else play video games. That was never, Mm -hmm. that was never my modus operandi. Like I just, I didn't want to, why, I, I always wanted it to be my turn, you know, color me selfish or whatever you want to say. But like, I credit to the people on Twitch, the gamers who have, you know, made a life for themselves. And, you know, they always say if you can, you know, find out what you love to do and then find a way to make money doing it. Um, I just can never be one of those people to watch someone else play video games. Yeah. You know, I remember, like I said in the last episode, when, we would be playing Legend of Zelda or Kid Icarus or these, you know, lengthy games. Yeah, you would you would trade off. And like, okay, let me try and then you know, trade off with your friend to let them see if they can get past whatever level you're on. But yeah, watching video games is not something that was very enjoyable. Although I will also say, you know, when I went off to college my freshman year, um, I went to the University of Arizona. Lived underneath. They had dorms under the football stadium. Crazy. And then across the street was a Circle K, and this was at the height of Mortal Kombat and Street Fighter. Okay. And so we'd always go over to Circle K, read magazines, and watch people play. And of course, like you know, this is pre-internet. So how people figured out how you do Hurokins or whatever they're called, and you know all the moves that right, like right. forward, down, spin. A button, you know, it's like, what, what is this? So that was entertaining, but I have, I have tried watching some Twitch streams, but uh, yeah, well, one, and then one, I think a lot of it comes down to a lot of the same games are being, you know, shown on Twitch. Mm -hmm. And I just, you know, as we said last week, I, I stopped at the PS3. Right. I don't know what these games are. I don't have any real interest. I'm sure if someone would, Start streaming in sixty four Goldeneye. Yeah, I'll sit down and watch that. <laughs> so, going back to you know that era, the mid to late nineties, uh, my friend had. Uh, I, I'm just going to drop his name. Uh, he's not listed anyway. But my buddy Joe, uh, best friend since eighth grade, best man of my wedding, things like that. Joe had a PlayStation. I did not. So sometimes I'd end up at his house. And if we were feeling lazy, you know, if there wasn't a wiffle ball tournament or home run derby or something that we'd play outside with a couple other guys, we would rent a video game or two and chill out in his house and play. And we were playing, we, we like, we had this thing where we like to, you know, just play music and not so much focus on the audio of the game. Yeah. And I, I remember, uh, we, we made the walk from New Baden video to his house, which was like four blocks because it's a small town. And we're upstairs. And we're blasting uh, 
probably hard rock or metal because we're the only ones home and playing this game on PlayStation called the Clock Tower. Do you ever hear of or so apparently it is a I horror. Don't know that one. I, I I don't remember much of it except it's a horror game and it centers around some creature who is like a serial killer who will come at you with giant it looks like giant garden shears, you know, like you know, um pruning shears and apparently like there's some ominous tone that will play before he shows up and we didn't know that so we're listening to hard rock on the stereo playing this game on mute and then we're dead <laughs> and we're like what the hell just that <laughs> so we tried you know turn off the music try to figure it out and after honestly about 30 minutes of each of us trying and neither of us having any success we just said no, let's put in another game list or you know, let's take that one back and see if we can exchange it, you know, because we only had it for an hour. Let's see if we can get our money back on that one. So, um, but you, know, you mentioned PlayStation three. I, I did start out with an Xbox and, you know, we started this podcast, the power half hour talking about how lame I was, uh, on new year's Eve and nothing's really changed. Be it, you know, 2000, you know, for the Y2K, uh, a couple of years after that, when Xbox came out, uh, we were having, you may or may not, I'm sure you know what a LAN party is. Um, you know, you, you get two or three systems connected, two or three uh, TVs, and you kind of hang out in different rooms in one place or different areas, and you get more than... You know, you link up these systems and you get more than the normally allowable, you know, like if it's got four ports for controllers, you can play with eight people if you have two systems, things like that. So it's New Year's Eve, I, I want to say 2002, and uh, we're all playing the first Halo game, the original, the OG, and uh, we're like, we don't have enough controllers for everybody, me being of sound mind, because it was New Year's Eve, I wasn't 21 yet. Uh, but I wasn't drinking. I said, I've got an idea. Let's go to Target at 8.30 on New Year's Eve and get some more controllers. Uh, so we did, and then we came back, had a great time, and uh, stayed out of trouble. If you can stay out of chat, if you can find a way to stay out of trouble on New Year's Eve, it's a good time. Most of the time, yes. But I will say that Halo was a game that I tried playing. I just never got into I'm just that's that's what I kind of knew video games were passing by. They were getting too complicated. And I, I got to say, without my friends, I would not be I mean, I was not I'm still not good. But my the differential of talent or skill, I should say, would be much more obvious. You know, I used to when I was doing terrestrial radio uh, afternoon show and I didn't have to be there until 1230 or one o'clock, uh, you know, I'd get me up, you know, I'd, I'd start playing video games at 10 o'clock with some friends after they got off work. One buddy would come to my apartment, another buddy would go to, you know, another friend of ours, so two here, two there, and we would start playing Halo 3 at 10 or 10.30 till 4 in the morning. And I, <laughs> I see you shaking your head at me. Uh, it was a different time, Chad. It was, <laughs> let's see, I'll be 38 this summer, so it was... Golly gee, almost 15 years ago. Uh, well, maybe not that. Uh, 12. 12 or 13. Um, anyway, it, it was enough years that, you know, I was much younger and much dumber than I am now, and that's 
saying a lot. Um, but yeah, we, we would play Halo and without their skills to, you know, I was just, I was one of the, I play video games like I played real sports. I was just happy to be on the team, you know, <laughs> like I don't really play a factor in the success. <laughs> I play a lot of factor in the failure. Um, but, uh, I always, you know, even going back to like early Madden, you know, like for the Super Nintendo and things like that, if I could find a way to, you know, like when you have that option on Madden and you can slide your controller to the left and then to the right to play opposing or both to the left mm-hmm. to be on the same team. Like if I could just convince my buddies to, uh, you know, be like, no, let's, let's play together. It'd be fun. You know, I, I appreciated that because if otherwise I knew I was going to get my ass kicked <laughs> and it was, it was just more fun to be on the winning team. So did you ever play Tecmo Bowl? Oh yeah, of course. Um, I, I remember being the 49ers because, uh, so this is going to sound crazy, especially because I'm a Pittsburgh Steelers fan, but I think that Joe Montana will always be my favorite quarterback and to have, uh, you know, him in the backfield and, uh, Roger Craig and Tom Rathman. And then of course, Jerry Rice is a receiver. Uh, you know, that was, that was a, a good like I never owned Tech Mobile, but I certainly had the benefit of borrowing a lot from friends. So, yeah, it was, I mean, to me that was it was fun, but I always would get annoyed because I would select my player, and then the play would happen, and I'd have the guy on the furthest point away from the ball, and you couldn't switch to the other people like you could on other football games. Right. So, yeah. Um, and I think that's one of the things that Bo knew. You know, Bo Jackson, uh, Bo knows Tech yeah. Mobile. Um, yeah, I mean, I just have so many good memories, and, and we're not going to, this is not, we're not going to have a part three for video games. Mm-hmm. Like, this isn't going to be the beginning of MTV or anything like that. Uh, over, by the way, Popology 101, part of the Positive Cynicism Podcast Network, positivecynicism.com, easy for me to say. Um, but I got so many good memories of, uh, you know, like my buddy would bring his Sega over if he was staying the night, like on a Friday night or something like that. He'd bring his Sega over in a few games. And we played say, play Sega, you know, got to be quiet because mom and dad are asleep and uh, mm-hmm. my sister be asleep or maybe she'd be at a friend's house or something like that. We just got to keep it down, keep the volume down. But uh, um, yeah, I, I going back to Halo, you know, I mentioned Halo 1 and Halo 3, but I never told you my story, at least I don't think, of Halo 2. And the beverage I'm not allowed to drink anymore. You have not. All right. So please regale us with your so tale. So I'm up in Shadron, Nebraska, and it's a Monday night. Now, I had just been up in Rapid City, South Dakota at, I want to say Monument Ball, but I don't think that's right. I think that one's down in Scott's Bluff. Anyway, I had been up in Rapid City a week or so prior, and I had pre-ordered Halo 2. You know, it was supposed to come out you know, Monday at midnight, AKA Tuesday morning and pre-ordered, you know, the shiny case and everything. And Monday I call them and I say, Hey, I pre-ordered this game. You know, I live an hour, 45 minutes away. Can I, will you hold it for me until like Saturday? So I could come up there and, and whoever was behind, you know, on the other end of the line said, no, nah, um, so you've got a pre-order. So we, we might have one for you, but we can't really hold it. So I don't know what the hell the point of pre-ordering <laughs> is, but I said, all right, so at about 9.30, Monday night, now granted, I'd worked, you know, Monday, had to work Tuesday, et cetera, but about 
9.30 Monday night, I said, screw it. I'm going to drive up to Rapid City by myself. Now, got across the Nebraska-South Dakota border, about 10 miles or so, maybe a little bit more. Um, friend of the show, Josh, might be able to help me with the town, but I want to say it's Ulrich's, South Dakota. That, that might not be right. And that's minor detail anyway. Pull over at a gas station, grabbed a 36, no, grabbed a 20-ounce Coke and a can of Red Bull. And I drank some of the Coke, poured the Red Bull into the Coke, you know, mixed it up, and proceeded to drink Coke and Red Bull to Rapid City. Needless to say, got the game. You got your wings? <laughs> I, got my wings. I, uh, I I got the game, you know, stood in line, got the game, uh, drove back, got back about 2 o'clock, and I said, well, I'm still wide awake. Let's put this game in and see what it looks like. And did that till about 4 or 5 in the morning, got a few hours of shut-eye, got up, started doing that again uh, for an hour or so, and then went to work. But I say that story, and then the banned drink is because, you know, fast forward the calendar a couple of years, and uh, um, I'm dating my now wife, and I said, you know, she was off, and, and she said, hey, I'm going to run, you know, get something to drink. You want anything? I said, yeah, could you bring me like a 32-ounce Coke and a can of Red Bull? She said, okay. <laughs> Already you could tell the hesitation in her voice. She's like, I don't know if this is a good idea. So same thing, drank some of the Coke down, poured the Red Bull in, and she's hanging out with me at the radio station, just chilling in the studio. And I start going mile a minute. And she looks at me and she's like, never again are you allowed to have Coke and Red Bull combination. And I said, that's probably a good idea. Yeah. Well, the proper mixture is vodka and Red Bull. Oh, well, I've got another story about, you know, you're not supposed to have alcohol on radio station premises. Like yeah. that's, that's an FCC rule. Now, nobody ever told that to Harry Carey or, or you know, Jack Buck as they would, or, you know, Mike Shannon in, in the Cardinals broadcast booth now. But, yeah, you're not supposed to have alcohol uh, in the broadcast booth. Now, I, I broke that rule once in, out in Salem, but shh, don't tell anybody. So getting back to video games. Yeah, yeah, we were back there. I, was saying, um, I really don't have anything to, to get back to video games, too. I was just uh, trying to get us back on track. Let's see. Video games. So you now... As we said in the last episode, you have a PS4, but mm -hmm. you don't use it to play video games. So I will, you know, well, I, winding down here, the, what was the last video game you bought? Ooh. So um, that's a good question because I have a hard copy of Assassin's Creed Syndicate around here somewhere. And it, as you're looking at me on Skype, I'm actively looking for it because mm -hmm. I thought it was in this vicinity, but I don't see it. Uh, so I have a hard copy of that, and I have digital copies of uh, Uncharted 1, 2, 3, and 4. Um, now, I know last week we mentioned the Assassin's Creed movie, but there have been some, you know, video other video game movies. Uh, for example, like the Lara Croft Tomb Raider movies, be it the ones mm -hmm. with Angelina Jolie or the newest one that I haven't seen. Um, have you, do you think in your opinion that any, any video game movies been done, you know, been served justice or any video game uh, property has been served justice by a movie? 
Yeah, I would say Double Dragon, the first Mortal Kombat, Street, the first Street Fighter. Chad. And, uh, Chad. There was one more that I was going to name that came out re- more recently, but uh, oh, oh and Super Mario Brothers. That's it. Did not come out recently, but I saw it recently. <laughs> so uh, I, I was so excited for the Super Mario Brothers movie until I saw the Super Mario Brothers as a child, as a youth. Uh, just <sighs> disappointing all the. And I have a theory, and I think I've discussed this once or twice uh, on Nerds United with um, Mike Luther. And that is that, especially now as the scope of video games has grown so far, you know, I think we mentioned, you know, like a Skyrim game or Elder Scrolls, or maybe those are the same, I don't even know. Uh, Those games can have one or two hundred hours of gameplay, which you can't really do justice in a 90 or 120 minute movie. So if you're going to... uh, adapt a video game property from, you know, to a, you know, Tulsa, like Warcraft was another one. Uh, talk about more recent movies, uh, which I didn't hate, but I also never played Warcraft. But you almost have to do it in a series format just because you, you can't, I just don't think you can pigeonhole, you know, a, a hundred let's say 120 hours into 120 minutes. Mm-hmm. True. Yeah. And it all depends on your story. You know, looking at Super Mario Brothers, what was the story of the video game? It really didn't matter because none of that was relevant to the movie itself. And like I said, I just saw the movie for the first time probably about three or four years ago. And it was at a midnight screening with like the writers and some production people. And I didn't find the movie to be as bad as what I was expecting. But it definitely, and there was a lot of like the behind the scenes turmoil and drama that went on to kind of change what we get, what we got. But yeah, there's a YouTube series called Pitch Sessions or Pitch Meetings. And I watched the one that they did on Super Mario Brothers, uh, yesterday actually. And yeah, it's, it's, I mean, it's a very snarky series and points out plot holes in movies, but I would recommend checking it out. Uh, but other than that, yeah, you, you know, you look at a game, and, and I guess like the, the Tomb Raider games, there is a bit of a story, and the games that we're getting now do have some story because they are more massive. But, you know, are we going to see a, you know, if you made a Donkey Kong movie, <laughs> what would your story be? Or if you made a Pac-Man movie, right? what is your story? Although there was a cartoon, so. Yeah, I, I, I never saw uh, the, the Adam Sandler and company video game. Um, oh, Pixels? Pixels, yeah, yeah. I never saw that. Uh, now, they are yeah. making an Uncharted movie that's set to come out in 2021, starring a couple of big names like Mark. Yeah, well, I think it was supposed to come out in 2012, 2014, 2015, 2018. We'll see if it ever gets out there. Release date of July 16th, 2021. Now, this might be pushed back because of the you know coronavirus and you know a lot of things being halted, as you are well aware. Uh, but uh, stars Tom Holland, Mark Wahlberg, and Antonio Banderas. So those are some big names uh, that are attached to a video game project. And like I said last week, I didn't hate, hate the Assassin's Creed movie because it, it, we've talked about this before. I just go in... It, I, if I've got a pretty good idea whether or not I'm going to like something 
you know, or at least tolerate it. Like I don't, I don't sit down to watch anything that I've just got a bad feeling about, including this is more for nerds United, but, uh, I, I watched dark Phoenix, uh, over the weekend. It didn't hate mm-hmm. it. So, so there you go. Either that, or I'm just, what is it? Uh, what's the one that, that, you know, tortures self is that sadist or masochist? I think that's a masochist. All right. Well, I would, uh, whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. Dark Phoenix. I didn't find as bad as what everyone made it out to be, but I also didn't remember a whole lot from the last X-Men trilogy. So I was like, whatever. Uh, yeah. So I, I just looked at masochist and, uh, yeah, that's not quite me. Um, mm. <laughs> it definitely is the one to, you know, self. Um, however, there's an element in there that I was not familiar with. So I, I want to retract that withdraw <laughs> that part of the description. Um, I don't know. I, like I said, there are a couple of video games I like to play. I just don't have the time for it, which, which is the case in Chad. It sounds like you just don't have the, uh, the will. To, yeah, I just don't want to sit in. down and have to play something that I actually have to devote time to. Right. Like I said, I, you know, a good sports game, it used to be you could easily pick up an early Madden or when I had the Sega Genesis, I had sports talk Joe Montana football. And you could easily play a game in like 15, 20 minutes. Now it's like you got to play an entire season of right. real time and make all your coaching decisions. I'm like, no, if I wanted that, I would get a job. Stop <laughs> making video games a job. And with that, Greg, we're out of time. This is a production of the Jittery Monkey Podcast Network. For more jittery shenanigans, go to jitterymonkey.com.